It's his second time through and he hasn't even taken a hit yet. He's a wizard. Do you realize how many outside systems I've gone into? How many programs I've appropriated? You were recruited by the Starling to defend To defend us. the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? Damage report! Guidance system out. Auxiliary steering out. Defense! She won't answer the helm. What do we do? We die. Hello, welcome to the Gamers Must Die podcast. I'm your host, Ben Malahan, here with my co-host, Jared Riley. Hello! And today, joining us for yet another interview is uh, one of our prospects, Alex Morrow. Pleasure to be here. So, uh, I guess to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, uh, why you want to be a part of this podcast. Well, I play an awful lot of video games, and I'm talking about them anyways, and I'm poor. I'm terribly, terribly poor. So I figured, <laughs> you know, if I can get paid doing something that I already do, all the better. Right. Awesome. Well, uh, being in it for the money is something I totally respect. We do make the big bucks here on the Gamers Must Die podcast. <laughs> With it's our legions not of sponsors. It's about the money, though. No, I know. <laughs> um... Cool. Well, uh, are you more of a PC gamer, console gamer, both? What 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 was your preference in terms of gaming? Um, I grew up doing console, but I recently got a gaming computer, and it has entirely changed my life. Mm. I, don't, I don't think I've touched my Xbox since I got my PC. Yeah. So, what kind of games are you playing right now? <laughs> right now, I'm playing an embarrassing amount of Final Fantasy fourteen. So that's that's been a big thing for yeah. my friends and I. Um, we have a free company that's like 10 people strong, and that's probably what I'm going to do for like five hours after this interview. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, uh, that's the new one that got really improved with a patch about a year ago. Like oh, it was yeah. a huge update. Did you play it originally before that huge patch? Or? I didn't. Oh, I, I was no, waiting just, for them to... You just got to... your PC. Yeah. Okay. But I was also waiting for them to iron out the kinks because I had just heard so many flawed things about it at the time. So. Did you play 11? I didn't play 11. Okay. So is this like your first big MMO that you've played then? Oh, no. I played a lot of MMOs. I played Asheron's Call, World of Warcraft, uh, all the tiny ones too, like Maple Story. Okay, cool. I played RuneScape, so it's nice. definitely nothing new to me. Wow, okay. So yeah, you're the MMO expert then. But I, I played WoW, um, and Jared, you're big into WoW as well. And I like that. Star Wars Tour. Oh, have you played that yet, Old, Old Republic? No, I haven't. Okay. Again, it was just one of those things where it didn't really, like, the reviews I was reading didn't yeah. quite overwhelm me. Yeah. And so. It's just like World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's it's you're, not, you're not missing anything. <laughs> it, it's fun, but yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, do you have any news you want to talk about at all? I brought a couple of articles with me. Great. Um, <laughs> Let me do a little news intro here. Hold on. You don't have to have headphones on. Don't even worry about it. I'm just curious. Let's see here. <laughs> it's a sweet intro. Yeah. Sometimes simple is better. All right. Um, so I brought a couple of articles that have entirely different vibes to them. All right. Um, the first one is about Darkest Dungeon. Okay. What's that? Um, it's a game that was just released on Steam for early access. It's okay. kind of like a... It's a turn-based game, an RPG, but it's a dungeon crawler, and it has permadeath, and it's supposed to be incredibly hard. Is it like a first-person dungeon crawler, like the 3D dungeon thing, or...? Um, it looks like a mix between, like, 2D and 3D, because, like, there's the, um, 
all the hallways that are gen randomly generated, it's just like a straight line. Right. The traps and monsters that are generated in them are um, different each time. So you don't have as much like the exploration aspect, like you don't get to crawl into random rooms or anything like that, but every level is different. Okay. And I think that aspect is 3D, but the fighting itself is 2D. Okay. Um, it's kind of uh, like very stylized illustrations. Right. And like I said, it's turn-based, so the attacks are um, really simply animated. It's gotcha. more like an effects kind of thing than actually showing the characters moving. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of like a traditional traditional 3D dungeon crawler. Um, but it's turn-based. How? No, well, you know, like it's a uh, shining in the darkness. That old game. That that was oh. turn-based. You know what I'm talking about? Well, I, I get what we're saying. I, I think I think that that's what. But does that mean you have to memorize like really complex like paths and stuff? And is there like an in-game map? Do you know that you? kind of uh you don't really need it because like i said all the hallways are just perfectly straight oh okay okay so it's, it's not super complex maze like no okay. there's not an awful lot of memorization that goes on but um the one thing that people have been struggling with is that there is a sanity aspect because it's definitely a little bit lovecraftian in nature okay so your characters will they have stress levels and the more terrible things that happen to you in a dungeon, the harder it'll be to keep your characters under control because they'll start <laughs> to develop like mental quirks <laughs> where they get like, um, you know, like abusive personality traits or schizophrenia or like all kinds of like lovely stuff like That's that as awesome. you play. Yeah. <laughs> I actually might have to try this game. Just to mess up your, your characters, give them all sorts of emotional issues. Exactly. It well, instantly piqued my interest. I just want to see how fucked up they were by the end of my round. Right. That's awesome. It had me at turn-based. Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's true. You love turn-based. Oh, I'm really sorry. Are we allowed to cuss? Because I generally no, curse no. like a sailor. No, no. Okay. No, you're fine. Trust me. No, there, you're allowed. There's no, there's no rules. There's no rules. <laughs> fucking curse on my podcast. I'm so fucking sorry. Um... Cool. Well, early access. Have you played any early access games before on Steam? A couple of them. I've been playing um, Don't Starve um, Together, the beta. Oh, okay. Is that is that like a sequel? Sort of. It? It's it's like they just added a multiplayer component and some additional okay. bosses and okay. like um, one of my friends is actually doing like concept work for Don't Starve Together beta, so I got in on that really early. Wow. But um, I generally try to stay away from the paying for early access games. Yeah. I just, um, I try not to give people money until the game has been out for a little while and I can read some reviews, the bugs are ironed out, like I've had my heart broken too many times yeah. to go around doing that, so. Yeah, I, I haven't purchased an early access game yet, um, not for any particular reason, I just haven't seen anything that really stuck my interest, but. Um, Is this like paying to be a beta tester? A set, or Pretty an alpha much. tester sometimes, I mean, but sometimes why would someone pay to do that? Isn't that free work? To be exclusive. Just to, just to get. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. People, I don't know. I, I don't understand why certain things appeal to people. That's one of them. I don't really understand. I guess. I mean, if it really appeals to people, then but also people are doing it and then they're complaining. This game sucks. It's all so buggy and blah blah blah. It's early access. Mm -hmm. You know that that's that's kind of what you bought into. People don't really understand that fully. I actually read a comment on that um, early access game, and it was just like, "This doesn't feel like a finished game." I'm like, "It's not <laughs> a finished game." <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm talking about. People are just so <laughs> ignorant. It's sort of the fault of people saying it's early access and not just saying it's a fucking beta test, though. Well, yeah. that's kind of, at this point, um, it's been out long enough. People kind of should know what's going on with all that. I don't know. Um, cool. Anything else uh, you want to talk about in terms of news? Oh, man. So I found, 
I found this game. Have you ever heard of um, Hatoful Boyfriend? No. Jared? Hatoful Boyfriend? Hatoful Boyfriend. Is this a dating sim? It is. It's a pigeon dating simulator. A pigeon dating simulator. A pigeon dating simulator. And I brought this one with me just because I was wondering what sort of conversation would come out of it. Yeah. It's a dating sim where you are the only human girl left alive and you go to an all pigeon male high school. (laughs) And so it's a dating sim where you get to choose to date different types of pigeons. Right. It's not even illustrations of pigeons. It's just straight up photoshopped pictures of pigeons okay so it's like a it's like a comedy game yeah okay. it's a kind of tongue-in-cheek dealio gotcha okay that's hilarious mm-hmm. that's kind of awesome actually you should make fun so of the weird. dating sim genre though because that's a serious is it serious have you serious played business. have you played a dating sim game uh i want to <laughs> well, i i've I played uh, similar <laughs> games like harvest moon always had like the kind of dis- really um, low-key dating aspect. I really want to play Clannad. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. That's a good one. And you could always, like, get on, on, like, Katawa Shoujo. I know that a lot of people use that as, like, their gateway drug to dating sims and got way more emotionally invested in it than they wanted to. Is that a PC game? It is. Okay. It's kind of like an independent developer game. It was actually created by a bunch of random dudes on 4chan. Oh. Oh, wow. That's weird. (laughs) But it's actually, like, But it's actually, like, pretty high quality for a genre jeez <laughs> oh, wow that's that's crazy um that one game that came out a while back called catherine or something oh yeah i, I never played it. it always looked kind of interesting though it was kind of like a semi dating sim i think I yeah know. there was a definitely a social aspect to it it was really great in a weird way because it, it played like um it played like cubert but okay. with like hot chicks around every corner weird mm-hmm that's Wow, I never would have thought to mix Qbert with attractive women. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's not that really comes to mind when you play Qbert. I feel like I've played like a ton of them, but only because I've watched the animes they're based on. Oh, are you oh. talking about like Newgrounds, like Flash t- type dating sims, or? Are you talking, yeah. What 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 have you seen? Like all the key uh, animation ones. Okay, so like, give some names. Clannad, Cannon, uh, Angel, Beats. Doesn't mean anything to me, but it might mean something to somebody out there. Oh, it means a lot to me. <laughs> Does it really? Oh shit! I watch all right, well, way too much anime. <laughs> all right, so let, let's hear what what. So you've seen the games and haven't played them? I've seen all the anime. Okay. For, for like tons of these games. <laughs> oh, so the, the game came first. Yeah. And the anime came after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. There are several things that anime usually adapts from: light novels, manga, and dating sims, or like the three main ones. Okay. Cool cool deal yeah well the pigeon dating that's kind of awesome that that uh, is that early access as well or is that no that was released on steam uh i think it was about a month ago before that it was just being sold from its website okay and now it's coming to ps4 and vita (laughs) is there pigeon sex and is that legal in the united states (laughs) yeah right that's a good question actually and is it like implied or is it explicit yeah right that's the important bit these are the burning questions you know we all have (laughs) no that's very true i mean what what are the pictures like like are these original pictures they've taken of pigeons or are they just like ripped from google i mean because i think that the person who um created this game one of the pigeons that you can choose to date is actually her pigeon okay like photographs of her own bird and that's a little bit twisted wait hold on hold on hold on a girl created this game a girl who owns pigeons created a 
that's see, she has some. She's got something going on there. Yeah, yeah. That, Somebody needs to call Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I uh, that, that, that definitely fulfilling a fantasy for her. It probably started out as a game just for herself. Does she only have male pigeons? That's true. Is it a male pigeon she owns? That's that's the question. That's the important question. Yeah. She could be bi pigeon sexual though. So I mean, <laughs> you never know. We don't judge. Yeah, yeah. I don't judge people on their pigeon gender preference <laughs> at all. I never would. Cool. Well, um, let's move on. Uh, did you ever get a chance to listen to any of our older podcasts at all? Not the older ones. Or, or, or whatever one we linked from the thing. I did listen to the one that you linked Okay. to entirety. So, so we've been putting people on the spot just basically asking, um, uh, what did you uh, like, dislike about it, brutally honest, and what do you think you could uh, add, I guess, to that mix? Um, let me see here. Brutally honest. I did like the feel of your podcast. Like, obviously, you guys are kind of like buddy-buddy. Yeah. This is fun for you. That's great. That's perfect. It's what got me in here. Um, one thing that I didn't like is it didn't seem, like, super structured. Yep. That was pretty much my biggest critique right there is that maybe if you had, like, more of, like, an itemized agenda and had, like, practiced what you're going to say beforehand. Although I know that the live aspect is, like, super appealing. and Right. But having more of a structure is a very good, very good point. Yeah. yeah. And, um... That's really bred out of laziness that when we were doing that. <laughs> hey, you want to yeah. record a podcast tonight, Jared? I think yep. a lot of times when we did too structured, it sounded too rehearsed or something. Yeah, we never really found that, that happy. We sort of dialed in. We, we, we tried to be more relaxed. Yeah, we, we never found yeah. the happy medium, though. I think we went too unstructured, then too structured, then back to too unstructured. Anyway, that's, that's a good note. So um, yeah. what... Uh, um, basically, what we're kind of doing is looking for somebody because Jared and I obviously have known each other for forever. We um, have been friends since like twenty odd years. Yeah, and so you know we're really comfortable talking around each other and share a lot of the same opinions. So we're looking for somebody to come in and kind of shake things up. Um, so, well, I'm definitely an oddball. I feel like I could throw out a lot of really weird opinions that aren't in this room. That's good. So. No, that's very good. <laughs> um, the question is, uh, how offended do you get when somebody makes fun of things you care deeply about? I don't get offended at all. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Perfect. That, that's what it's all about. That works for me. I get deeply offended, so watch yourself with around me. You can rip apart whatever you want that I have because chances are I've already done it. Yeah. A lot of like the comics that I ended up drawing over the years were like really self-deprecating, and like um, I just opened up uh, a little like side like pet project company, which is all about like self-deprecating merchandise and oh. like so. Like, what's an example of something? Really well. First of all, it's called Lonely Town, and I invented it because Valentine's Day is rolling around. Okay. And so all of the merchandise is about like being alone on Valentine's Day. Nice. And it's about it's like um, little illustrations that you can put on coffee mugs, cards, showing people like holding their cats and crying, or being like, "Yeah, this is okay. I'm okay with this," as they're like holding their body pillow on Valentine's Day. Right. So. Right. That, that's awesome. That's that sounds like the kind of thing that's like one Reddit, you know, front page article away from being super big. <laughs> I am fond of self-deprecating humor. So, and being alone on Valentine's Day. No, I'm never alone. <laughs> <laughs> I have my cat. <laughs> cool. Well, anything else um, you want to ask us or on your mind that you want to talk about? Um, I guess. Well, I already asked you guys what your sort of what your process is like, so I yeah. guess I have a better idea of that. Um, I'm wondering, like, what the 
relation to like Beach Fort Media is. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, are you guys just running under like a couple of names, and it's all the same sort of? It's a well, conglomeration. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, we're, we're a massive corporation. <laughs> uh, no, basically, um, our main thing that we do is video production. Mm. Um, and so that's where the Beachmore Media thing comes in. Really, we just have one company and that does different things. So we have... For purposes of tax reasons, it's all, it's very convenient to only have one. Uh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, definitely. Really, we could have posted the ad. I, I know we posted the ad for this on the Beachfort Media website, but really, that was just to look more legitimate because that's that's our kind of le- really legitimate side of things. Gotcha. Yeah. Because um, the Gamers Must Die site right now is kind of defunct, so we didn't want to put it on there. So yeah. So it, it's just Beachfort Media is just our company, and then we do di- different things. Yeah. yeah so. That makes sense. I totally went creeping through your entire portfolio, so there was that. <laughs> awesome. No, <laughs> a, every single ad- person who applied, we creeped. We creeped on Facebook. We looked for you know all the information we could find. Just to I did it. some great <laughs> Facebook stalking. Yeah, Jared's Jared's our uh, certified Facebook stalker. It was so. pretty epic. How did my Facebook check out? Uh, I, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but, but you submitted a video, so it was kind of like, well, we already kind of got a sense of who this person is pretty well. Yeah, we didn't really need to find a headshot since we had like a live. Yeah, we didn't have to find like what your voice sounded like or anything like that, so yeah. it kind of worked out. Cool. So, anyway, well, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to wrap this up, so goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.